وَالسَّمَاءَ And the sky, رَفَعَهَا The most merciful, the most compassionate has raised it. رَفَعَ To raise, to elevate something. He has raised it high. How high? That no matter how high we go, the sky is always above us. وَالسَّمَاءَ رَفَعَهَا As Allah says in Surah Qaf, Ayah 6, أَفَلَمْ يَنْظُرُوا إِلَى السَّمَاءَ فَوْقَهُمْ كَيْفَ بَنَيْنَاهَا Have they not seen the sky above them? How we have built it? How we have constructed it? It's amazing. So the sky is raised high. وَوَضَعَ And he has placed. وَضَعَ يَضَعُ To put something he has placed. الْمِيزَان Meaning within the creation he has placed, he has set up, he has imposed. ميزان ميزان is the well-known, the familiar tool. Right? With which weighing is done. So basically the scale. That is mizan. But remember that mizan doesn't just refer to the scale, but mizan is also used for justice and fairness. Balance. Because that is what a scale represents. Why is it that we see this scale outside courthouses sometimes? Why? Because it's a symbol of justice and fairness. So Allah has placed, He has imposed balance and fairness where? In His creation. In this entire universe. How? In the sky, in the earth, in the plants, in people. How exactly? In their forms, there is balance. If you think about it, our bodies, are they well balanced? Are they well proportioned? Is there any symmetry? There is. Even within our body, balance maintained within the body with the right amount of, you know, a certain hormone or a certain neuron or a certain neurotransmitter, it has to be within a certain range. If there is excessive amounts of a certain hormone, let's say, or a certain neurotransmitter, then what happens? Certain problems can happen. Or if it's under that range, then what will happen? Other problems will happen. And this is why drugs are prescribed to bring it within the right range. So this balance that Allah has created, that He has placed within the creation, every single creation, in its form, also in its quantity. I mean, if you think about it, there could have been more lions than sheep. Can you imagine if lions, you know, reproduced as quickly as sheep or cows do? How difficult life would be. Right? So, وَوَضَعَ mizan, Balance in their duration also. In the time that is given to them to live in this world. So, balance in every way. وَوَضَعَ mizan. What's the message? Allah, that not, تَطْغَوْ You transgress. Oh, you man, because you have free will. You should not transgress fil mizan in the balance that Allah has created in the creation. You live in a place of adl. So you must maintain adl. You live in a world where Allah has created fairness. So you don't disturb that balance. Because when we disturb it, then what happens? Disaster. In so many different ways. Isn't it? So, أَلَّا تَطْغَوْ فِي الْمِيزَانِ 
وَأَقِيمُوا And you should establish الْوَزْنَ The weight بِالْقِسْطِ With justice Meaning when you're weighing things, then be just. وَلَا And do not تُخْسِرُوا You make deficient. المِزَان The balance. تُخْسِرُوا From إِخْسَار خَاسِينَ رَا خُسْرَان Loss. Right? And تُخْسِرُوا Do not تُخْسِرُوا What does it mean? That do not give less in weight. When you're weighing something, do not make it less. Complete it. Fulfill it. One hundred percent. وَلَا تُخْسِرُوا الْمِيزَانِ In other words, learn from what Allah has done. Allah has created perfect balance. And with that balance, there is order in your lives, in this world. Because of that balance, you are able to live. Other creatures are able to live. So learn from this. And when you deal with one another, then be fair to each other. In Surah Al-An'am, Ayah 152, Allah says, وَالْمِزَانَ بِالْقِسْطِ Fulfill the measure and the weight. How? With justice, with complete fairness. You see over here, with regards to justice, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us that we must be just and fair. And He hasn't just commanded us, He has also demonstrated it with His actions. How? That in this universe, He has وَضَعَ mizan. What does this teach us? How important it is to be fair and to be just. Because Allah did not instruct it, He also demonstrated it. And then again He emphasizes, أَلَّا تَطْغَوْ فِي الْمِيزَانِ وَأَقِيمُوا الْوَزْنَ بِالْقِسْطِ وَلَا تُخْسِرُوا الْمِيزَانِ And you see the same thing is mentioned in two different ways. Through a command and through a prohibition. Command, أَقِيمُوا الْوَزْنَ بِالْقِسْطِ Right? And through a prohibition, لَا تُخْسِرُوا الْمِيزَانِ Because justice is the foundation of a peaceful life. This universe cannot function on dhulm. It cannot function if things are not within their range that Allah has set for them. I mean that typical example that's given, if the earth was even an inch closer to the sun, or an inch further away from the sun, then what would happen? We all know what will happen, right? So life would not be possible without adl. So what does this mean? If we want peace in our lives, if we want life to continue, if we want to have eternal life in the hereafter, then we must bring adl in our lives as well. Just as the Prophet ﷺ said that those who are fair and just, they will be on podiums of light on the Day of Judgment near Allah. Podiums of light. Those who are fair and just. So, adl is something that leads to Jannah. وَالْأَرْضَ And the earth. وَضَعَهَا He has laid it out. Anam for all the creatures. Because sometimes we commit excess, disturbing the balance that Allah has created. Why? Out of greed. When we become selfish. So for example, we have produced so much garbage that we don't know where to throw it, so we'll throw it in the water. Right? Why? Because we have to dispose of it, right? We have to get rid of it. This is disturbing the mizan. Correct? 
And when we are doing that, who are we harming? The creation of Allah. What does Allah say? That yes, you have a right upon the earth, but you're not the only ones. Because the ard, the earth, wada'aha, He has laid it out, meaning He has created it, He has placed it, for who? Lil anam, for all the creatures. And remember the word anam, it refers to all creatures on earth. Haywan kulla. All types of haywan, all types of animals. And some have said that the word anam also applies to non-living things. So basically every creature on earth. Alright, every creature on earth. In the Quran we learn in Surah Al-Baqarah that هُوَ الَّذِي خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مَا فِي الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا Right, that He is the one who has made whatever is in the earth for who? For you. All that is on the earth is for who? For you. For you to use, for you to benefit, for you to enjoy. And of course, Allah has ordered us with regards to halal and haram. Right? But the general principle is that everything is permissible unless there is something telling us that there is something that's not permissible. So everything is halal unless there is something that tells us that a particular thing is haram. Only then it will be considered haram. And we look at things the other way. We think everything in the world is haram except for A, B, C, D. Right? And the list just stops there. And it's so boring. It's the other way. And we learn in the Qur'an that Allah repeatedly says, سَخَّرَ لَكُمْ سَخَّرَ لَكُمْ He has subjected this for you. He has subjected that for you. So many things. Meaning everything is working in your favor. You enjoy it, you use it, you live, you thrive. You have free will. And here Allah tells us that this earth is created for who? Is to be used by who? All the creatures that are within it. And what does that teach us? That while we do enjoy the things that Allah has given us on this planet, we must also respect life. We must also respect the rest of the creation. And this is what will maintain the balance. Because if we become selfish, such that we are only concerned about our money and our pockets and our desires, and we completely ignore and overlook the well-being of other creatures, then this is wrong. And this is something that will ultimately harm us in return. You understand? Because when we create any level of chaos in this world, then who will suffer? We will suffer. You know, for example, people don't like bees. Right? They hate bees because bees sting. Right? Get rid of bees. And you've all seen the bee movie, right? So what happens when the bees reclaim all the honey? What happens? They don't have to go to work. And when they don't go to work, that means there's no pollen being spread. No flowers, no fruits. And eventually, what happens? No food. Right? I mean, we need each other. The point here is that we all share this world. And we all need each other. So yes, we may be at the top of the Huh? Food chain? Right? But we should not destroy the entire food chain. Right? We may be at the top of it, but we must respect every member of that food chain. So, وَالْأَرْضَ وَضَعَهَا لِلْأَنَامِ We should be considerate of all life. 
gave the idea if we're going to kill the birds because the birds, they spoil our crops, they eat, you know, the crop. So then we're going to have a better yield. So the campaign, you know, it followed all over the China and they killed all the birds. And the government was giving some kind of the reward for killing the birds also. And the next year when the crop came, there was a worst condition. Then they noticed because, why worst condition? Because the birds were eating basically the worms also. Yes. And the worms, now they are spoiling the, uh, all the crop. So they have to import birds. Reintroduce, right? <laughs> so they imported the birds then. Yeah. I mean, this is true. Anywhere, you know, if we disturb the balance, we will suffer. I was reading in Minhaj uh, al-Khasidin that, you know, the hadith about um, that every creature makes dua for the scholar, for the alim. So that hadith, it said that why do the fish in the sea and everything make dua for the scholar? Because the scholar, he gives knowledge to the people not to destroy things on earth and thereby not destroy what's in the sea and everything else. Yes. So, وَالْأَرْضَ وَضَعَهَا لِلْأَنَامِ فِيهَا إِنِتْ فَاكِهَةٌ are fruit وَالنَّخْلُ and the date palms ذَاتُ الْأَكْمَامِ having sheets Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the earth that how He has put so many blessings within it that فِيهَا فَاكِهَةٌ 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 as you know is fruit and it is described as مَا يُفْكَهُ بِهَا that which is enjoyed. Fakihin, we have learned those who are enjoying being happy, amusing themselves. So, mayufkahu biha, meaning it is something that a person finds delight and pleasure in. Meaning when he uses it, when he enjoys it, when he has it, he likes it. That is fakiha. It is for enjoyment. Fruit is basically treat. And we think something can only be a treat if it's full of fake white poison. Right? We think only then it'll be good. And fruit is considered something not very delicious. Let me tell you something. I know it's hot these days. Right? And we all, as soon as we get home, we want something extremely cold. I started doing something. I have started freezing grapes. All right? And when you have frozen grapes, it's like you're having popsicle bites. Seriously, especially these days. Because they're full of flavor, they're sweet, they're juicy. And we think that we will only find enjoyment in something that is made with fake color, right? And God knows what kind of water, and what amount of sugar, and what kind of chemical, and whatnot. I mean, fiha fakihatun, this fruit Allah has created for our enjoyment. Fiha fakiha. Nowhere in the surah does it say that we have to make the balance perfect. It just says to not destroy it, but it doesn't say to, that we have to take care of it or um, make it perfect or even better. So We have to maintain it and not main- disturb it, right? But we are not responsible over it. Exactly. So if some oftentimes people are like, well, if something naturally is happening, we will we'll try to prevent it because we think that's going to make the environment better. But it doesn't say that we have to do that. We just have to make sure that we don't destroy it. I mean, we are not responsible over it. Allah is because He is Ar-Rahman and He is Ar-Rabb. Right? So, fiha fakihatun In this earth, Allah has created fruit of various colors, various scents, various flavors, 
having different nutritional values. وَالنَّخْلُ and date palms ذَاتُ الْأَكْمَامِ ذَاتُ one having الْأَكْمَامِ أَكْمَامِ is a plural of kim. Kaf mim mim. Kim. Alright? And kim is used for a cover. Dhatul akmam, meaning these date palms have these covers. Or these bags, these pouches. What is it referring to? This is right at the beginning. Alright? When literally it looks like a bag. Alright? And as it opens, it's got lots of flowers in it and those flowers then eventually those buds turn into date fruit so fiha fakihatun wan nakhlu dhatul akmam and the date palm tree looks so beautiful when it has these literally bags or bouquets of flowers hanging down and then they eventually turn into dates and the date is mentioned in particular because its fruit is one of the best fruits it's got the flavor and it's got the nutrition, medicine as well as energy. Walhabbu and the grain. Meaning on this earth, Allah has also created hab. What is hab? Hab is grain that is eaten. Alright? And grain doesn't just include wheat, by the way. Right? It also includes other grains. You know those 12 grains or the 7 grains that you hear about? Right? All of them are part of hab and more whether it is barley or rice or quinoa or whatever. Hab. Dhul Asfi. And this hab is Dhul Asfi, one having Asf. What is Asf? Ain Sadfa. Asf is the cover of the hab. The husk. Right? Which is turned into bran, which is usually discarded. Right? But even that is very good. Wal Habbudul Asfi. Wal Rayhan. And also he has created on this earth Rayhan. What is Rayhan? Aromatic plants. Because Rawh, right, is used for hope, life, delight, fragrance, right? And Rayhan is used for every fragrant plant or herb. And it's said that Rayhan can also apply to green and fresh crop. Why is it called Rayhan? Because of the comfort and delight it brings to the sight. Meaning just looking at it, just smelling it is so beautiful. Before you even taste it. And isn't it amazing when you're watering such plants, then what happens? Just watering them brings such a beautiful fragrance to you. وَالْحَبُّذُ الْعَصْفِ وَالْرَيْحَانِ So much variety of food. Who brings it to you? الرحمن. In Surah Al-Mulk, Ayah 21, Allah says, أَمَّنْ هَذَا الَّذِي يَرْزُقُكُمْ إِنْ أَمْسَكَ رِزْقَهُ Who could bring you provision? Who could provide you if Allah withheld His provision? If He didn't give it to you, where would you get it from? So many blessings are mentioned over here. They begin with the mention of the Qur'an. And finally, what is mentioned? Food. Allah says, فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ then which, fa, then, be with, ayi, which, then with which of alai, favors, blessings, rabbikuma, of your rub, your rub, and your kuma, this is two, two groups of people, or two groups are being addressed over here. Tukadhiban, will you both deny? Tukadhiban, takdib, to deny, reject. Which blessings of your Lord will you deny? 
can you deny that this food is from Allah? Can you deny that the sky and these trees and whatever you see around you is from Allah? Who gave you? Allah gave you. Who made it? Allah made it. Who sent the Qur'an then? Allah did. That is also His Rahmah. Which blessings of your Lord will you deny? Allah is the plural of the word ilyun. And ilyun from the root letters hamza lam ya or wow, ala ya'lu, it means to spare or to leave out. To spare or to leave out. La ya'tali. لا يألونكم خبالا They will not spare you any خبال, any harm. Ala, it is said that it's used for such blessings that continue to fulfill a person's needs and that continue to come. Continue to come. As we see in these verses, constant blessings, food, night, day, trees, right? Constant blessings. And they're called Allah because with their presence, you basically have everything in the sense that nothing major is missing. All your needs are being met. Not just needs, your wishes even. Your comfort even. That is being provided through these blessings. Constant blessings. At-Tabari, he said that Allah means Qudra and Kamal. Qudratillah, the power of Allah, which of the favors, meaning the wonders of your Lord, will you deny? Meaning you cannot deny. You cannot ignore. For how long will you pretend that they don't exist? This verse we will see repeated in the surah many, many times. 33 times. And notice two groups are being addressed. Who are the two groups? Firstly, human beings. And secondly, the jinn. Rabbikuma, Rabb of you too, you too, as in you, O people, and you, O jinn. And as we will see in the following verses, the two groups are referred to as athaqalan, the two burdens, meaning the two creatures that are burdened with a burden. And what is that burden? Of free will. Angels don't have it, right? In the sense that they are just obedient to Allah. Right? But it's the jinn and the men, people that are mukallaf. Alright? So, فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ Another proof that it is the jinn who are being addressed next to human beings is a hadith in which we learn this hadith is reported in As-Silsilatul Sahihah that the Prophet ﷺ, he said that I recited Surah Al-Rahman to the jinn on the night of the jinn. Meaning on the night when he went to teach the jinn. Remember Surah Al-Ahqaf, right? I mentioned to you the Prophet ﷺ's encounter with the jinn and how he went at several occasions in order to teach them also. They came to him requesting him to come and to teach them. So he went and he taught them. And part of what he taught them was, of course, the Qur'an because he was sent to teach the Qur'an. يُعَلِّمُهُمُ kitab, Right? So when he went, he recited Surah Al-Rahman to them. And the Prophet ﷺ said that the jinn were better than you. He's telling the Sahaba. The jinn were better than you. Why? Because every time I recited, فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ The jinn, they said, لَا بِشَيْءٍ مِّن نِعَمِكَ رَبَّنَا نُكَذِّبُ فَلَكَ الْحَمْدِ Every single time. 33 times this verse comes. And 33 times the jinn said, that لا بشيء من نعمك لا بشيء 
There is nothing of your blessings. Rabbana, O our Lord, nukadhib that we deny. Meaning there is no gift of yours, O our Lord, that we deny. Falakal hamd, so for you is all praise. For you is complete and perfect praise. Allah says, This is like we're being reprimanded. That how ungrateful you are. How many blessings will you deny? What blessings will you deny? How could you deny? So the jinn responded, No, our Lord, we do not deny. All praise and gratitude is for you. So every time you hear this ayah, you also respond in your heart. خَلَقَ insana. He has created the human being, meaning Ar-Rahman has created the human being. Min salsalin, from clay. What kind of clay? Kalfakhar, like that of pottery. Salsal is used for dry or burnt clay that clatters. Meaning when it's hit, then it makes a sound. And this is why the description is given Kalfakhar, like that of pottery. Fakhar, fakhara, remember fakhur? Who is fakhur? Someone who shows off, brags a lot. They make a lot of noise. Because that is what the clay of pottery is like. And fakhar is used for such clay that has been baked in fire. Earthenware, pottery. خَلَقَ الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ صَلْصَالٍ كَالْفَخَارِ He has created the human being from clay like that of pottery. As if we are being told, do you realize who you are? You become so arrogant before your Lord, ungrateful to Him feeling that you deserve all these blessings, that even if one thing is not according to your wishes, then you become so angry. Do you realize who you are? He made you, and He made you from clay. وَخَلَقَ الْجَانَّ And He created the jinn. مِنْ marriage From marriage مِنْ نَارْ of fire. Marriage. Marriage, مِمْ رَاجِيم Muruj is to let loose. مَرَجَ Bahrain, Right? To let loose. And... Marriage is basically used for a rising flame. Rising flame. Maraja also means to mix. So it is said that marriage is such a, a flame whose color is mixed. Meaning red, orange, yellow. You're seeing all different colors of fire in it. Different shades in it. Marriage. And it is also said that marriage is such a flame of fire that is smokeless. Meaning, there is no smoke in it, pure fire. Minnar of fire. So jinn have been created from fire. In Surah Hijr, Ayah 26, Allah says, وَلَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِنْ سَلْصَالٍ مِنْ حَمَاءٍ مَسْنُونَ وَالْجَانَّ خَلَقْنَاهُ مِنْ قَبْلُ مِنْ نَارِ السَّمُومِ What did Iblis say? خَلَقْتَنِي مِنْ نَارٍ وَخَلَقْتَهُ you created me from fire and you created him from clay. Then which of the favors of your Lord will you deny? O you people and O you jinn. Rabbul Mashriqaini. He is the Lord of the two Easts, two sunrises. Warabbul Maghribaini. And the Lord of the two Wests, the two sunsets. Mashriqain, dual of mashriq. Maghribain, dual of maghrib. What does this mean? Two points of sunrise and two points of sunset? Two points of rising and two points of setting. Remember again what I mentioned to you. Many times things are mentioned in the Quran from the perspective of who? Of the viewer. 
right? So, as people living in this world, we, you know, one person's east is another person's west, right? So, this is what the two easts and the two wests are referring to. Because the point of sunrise is east, and the point of sunset is west, Alright? So all easts and all wests, meaning all directions and all locations. Who is their Lord? Allah is their Lord. Then some have said that this is referring to the two points of setting and rising of the sun in summer and winter. Because the point of sunrise is different in summer compared to that of winter. So it's referring to different seasons, different times of the year. So no matter what place, no matter what time, Who is the Lord? Who is the provider and the caretaker? It is Allah. As Allah says in Surah Safat, Ayah 5, رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا وَرَبُّ الْمَشَارِقِ فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ So which of the favors of your Lord would you deny? Maraja. He has released Al-Bahraini, the two seas. Yaltaqiyan, they both meet. Maraja, what does it mean? That he has let, remember the meaning of the word Maraja? I just told you from in marriage, right? The first meaning is to, is to let loose. So the two seas, he has let them loose. So they're both flowing, right? And eventually, Yaltaqiyan. Eventually they both meet. And this is something that we see in many parts of the world. Two bodies of water flowing side by side, and eventually what happens? There comes a point where they both meet, and then it turns into one big river, and then it ends up in the sea. Right? Or rivers, and then seas, flowing in their own spaces, in their own places, and eventually they meet. Yaltaqiyan, they meet. This is one meaning. Secondly, Maraja, what's the meaning of maraja? To mix, meaning to bring together. So, maraja al-bahraini al-taqiyan, two bodies of water, one fresh and one salty, meaning river water and sea water. And what happens? There comes a point where they both meet. But when they meet, بَيْنَهُمَا barzakhun, Between them is a barrier. لَا يَبْغِيَانْ Which they do not transgress. Meaning, the two waters, they're flowing side by side, but they don't blend into each other such that, immediately such that, they become a mix. Right? No. There are fresh water sources even within the sea. And initially as water enters from rivers into the seas, it doesn't mix, blend in immediately. You will see sometimes they differ in their color even. So, بَيْنَهُمَا بَرْزَخٌ لَا يَبْغِيَانَ What do we see? What's the theme that we see repeatedly? That everything is doing what it is supposed to. Respecting the limits that Allah has set for it. In Surah Furqan, Ayah 53, Allah says, وَهُوَ الَّذِي مَرَجَ الْبَحْرَيْنِ هَذَا عَذْبٌ فُرَاتٌ وَهَذَا مِلْحٌ أُجَاجٌ That one type of water, bitter, salty. The other type of water, sweet and fresh. And between them is a barzakh, a barrier. What is barzakh? A barrier, a screen that prevents mixing. Meaning that doesn't allow the two to mix. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانَ So which of the favors of your Lord will you deny? Will you not be grateful? 
It comes out. Minhuma from both of them, meaning from fresh water and salt water. What comes out from both of them? Alu'lu wal marujan. Pearls and marujan. Lu'lu, pearls, well known. What is marujan? Marujan, it is said that it is used for small pearls. So lu'lu is used for big pearls, and marujan is used for small pearls. Lu'lu wal marujan. Some have said that marujan refers to red pearls or red coral. Red coral. Alright. Which is a type of coral that is used for, actually used for making jewelry and other ornaments because of its durability and intense red color. And it has also been found in the remnants of the ancient Egyptians. So, يَخْرُجُ مِنْهُمَا اللُّؤْلُؤْ وَالْمَرْجَانِ Two types of water. And both give so many gifts for us to enjoy. In Surah Al-Nahl, Ayah 14, Allah says, وَهُوَ الَّذِي سَخَّرَ الْبَحْرَ لِتَأْكُلُوا مِنْهُ لَحْمٍ طَرِيًّا وَتَسْتَخْرِجُوا مِنْهُ حِلْيَةً تَلْبَسُونَهَا You extract from these waters ornaments that you wear, that you use. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ which blessings of your Lord will you deny? Because He has provided you with every type of blessing. وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْصُوهَا You can never enumerate the blessings. وَآتَاكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ مَا سَأَلْتُمُوهُ He has given you everything that you ask for. And we ask not just by words, but also by our state. In other words, every need of ours is fulfilled. You know, people talk about different human needs. Right? There's basic needs of you know, food, shelter, and then there's a need of security, then there's a need of belonging, and there's a need of you know, self-fulfillment and whatnot. Right? There's a... Pardon? Yes, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Right? So there's different needs that people have, that people talk about. What do we see over here? Every need of ours is fulfilled. Every need. There is nothing except that Allah has given it to us. And then what is the message again and again after every blessing? Won't you be grateful? Won't you be grateful? What is it that Allah has not given you? فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ وَلَهُ And to him belong الْجَوَارِ The ships المنشآت, The elevated ones فِي الْبَحْرِ In the sea كَالْأَعْلَامِ like mountains. Al-Jawar is a plural of Jariyah. And what is Jariyah? One that flows, one that moves, moves on. It refers to ships because they tajri. And munsha'at, plural of munsha'ah, what is munsha'ah? From the word nasha'ah, noon sheen hamza. Nasha'ah is to, ansha'ah is to make something grow. Alright? And munsha'at, meaning those that are raised high. Those that are raised high, meaning tall. What is raised high in them? Their sails. So it's referring to ships with sails raised high. And these ships, they flow in the sea, they move in the sea. How? Kal-a'lam, like mountains. A'lam, plural of the word alam. What is alam? It's used for a mark, for a flag, 
even a signpost, landmark, mountain, meaning something big, which is visible from far. And these ships, they move in the water like mountains. I mean, how massive they are. And they don't sink. They go from coast to coast. فَبِأَيِّ آلَاءِ رَبِّكُمَا تُكَذِّبَانِ Then which of the blessings of your Lord, of the wonders of your Lord, will you deny? Isn't this a wonder? Isn't this amazing? Isn't this a miracle? كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا Everyone upon it shall perish. كُلُّ مَنْ عَلَيْهَا Let's listen to the recitation of these verses and then we will continue. وَالسَّمَاءَ رَفَعَهَا وَوَضَعَ الْمِيزَانِ أَلَّا تَطَوَوْ فِي الْمِيزَانِ وَأَقِيمُوا الْوَزْنَ بِالْقِسْطِ وَلَا تُخْسِرُوا الْمِيزَانِ وَالْأَرْضَ وَضَعَهَا لِلْأَنَامِ